What's up, world? This is your host, Marcus Super, and this is another edition of Hoop Dish. I know it's been a week or a couple weeks here, but I'm going to get a lot better now. Got, uh, I plan to do at least two a week, kind of a recap of the weekend, and then a Thursday edition. So, like Monday and Thursday, uh, be a little more uh, consistent on it. It's Again, it's fun for me, so I don't mind. I just got to find the time. And I think I have figured out a way to carve out a little time to, to do those two shows a week. So, hooray, everyone that is still listening. Definitely appreciate that. <clears throat> I'm going to do my best to keep you entertained. Uh, and that's kind of what I've gone and gotten accustomed to now. It's, it's pretty much entertainment. It's never giving you any information that you don't know. So... This week, let's talk about Jackson State. I have two weeks worth of stuff to talk about Jackson State. So, two weeks ago, they played Tennessee State, and they blew them out, 38-16. This is a fairly younger team with a new coach, so, you know, the blowout was to be expected. Uh, Defense are monsters. Let me review that. Jackson State defense are monsters. Those boys are uh, definitely elite, and uh, they can definitely, I, in my book, run with any uh, Power 5 school. Uh, I'm impressed with the defense. Defense definitely helps win the games uh, and keep them close, rather, too. Uh, if there wasn't that defense, yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, we'd be losing uh, so, the quarterback, QB1, uh, Sanders, Deion Sanders' son, he had a really good game. Uh, he started off a little shaky, but he warmed up and he got ready. Like the, Let's all remember, uh, he's a freshman. So, expectation is high for him because of who his dad is. But you have to just think about it. Like, I'm a freshman. This is my first year in college. Everything's totally new. I got independence. I'm, you know, all the things that come with being a freshman. Like, even me, when I was a freshman, I did stupid stuff. Like, I didn't go to a class and I ended up flunking because it was like a health class. But there was a party on a, th- a Wednesday night, and that class was on a Thursday morning, and I never went to the Thursday morning class. So, it's to be expected to go back. It's a freshman, and... You know, he's going to do freshman-type things, and he's going to think that he can win the game by himself, and he's going to think, this is my team, I can do it. Uh, but he'll get it, um, maybe not this year or toward the latter end of this year. But the teams that he'll face soon will definitely give it to him, and he's going to be like, whoa, this is serious stuff. So, you know, I hope that he can figure it out faster. Uh, he's talented. But, again, he's a freshman, so he's going to be rookie mistakes and things that he won't understand and don't see yet that he'll get in a couple of, uh, by the end of the season, it'll all click by then, you know, how it is with most things. Like, all of us can go to our jobs, and, you know, that first couple of months, we're struggling, trying to figure out the lay of the land, trying to get it all, how things work. And then, you know, you catch your stride, and you're all good, and you perform top notch for the rest of the time that you're there, but it 
into that first couple of weeks that you're trying to figure out things, and that's kind of what he is doing right now. Like I said, he had a good game. Uh, he was named Swag Player of the Week, so it's all good. Good week. Way to go, Tigers, for that first blowout uh, of the season. Definitely was impressed. Uh, and, again, a coach uh, looked pretty good, and team looked really good, and everyone was happy that week. Uh, and shout-out to... You know, Tennessee State new coach, Eddie George, he just got the team, essentially. He's kind of where Coach Sanders was, or Coach Prime was, in the beginning of the February-April team. So, they're going to get together. It'll be better. Uh, it'll be a better game next year, for sure. Uh, hopefully, we still come out with that W, and we get a lot better as well. Like I said, our defense is a monster. So we fast forward to this weekend, and they played at a school called uh, L.A. Monroe, or uh, Louisiana, sorry, Louisiana Monroe. Uh, don't know a whole lot about them. Uh, I know they didn't have a great season last year. I know that they're kind of at the bottom of FBS schools, so... Expectations here wasn't high. Uh, we just wanted to get a, a major win against a, a major school. Uh, if you gotta stop saying uh, if you look at their uh, their record from last year, they didn't win a single game. So again, this is a bottom tier. Uh, well, they actually no, they lost <laughs> seventy to twenty to Louisiana. <laughs> it's crazy. So again, and Georgia State beat them 52-34. But again, this is a a, a lower tier uh, school, so not much was expected. But since they're considered bigger than Jackson State, uh, we wanted to come out with a win, but it didn't happen. The game ended with a. They had three field goals. So the defense did their job. And let's just talk about the offense. Offense was awful. Awful, awful, awful. Like, whew, they got one touchdown, which was good. But the rest of the game, they struggled. I felt like a punt a contest. Like, they were punting all day, both teams. Just punt, 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 punt. And... Our quarterback just Sanders just couldn't get his his stride. Like he just couldn't figure it out. They were blitzing, and offensive line didn't do their job, and offensive coordinator didn't do his job. The receivers didn't do their job. It was just a, a flat out mess from all sides. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Like I got numbers in the offense. Stutter the way that they did. It was just, can you find anything to get it done? And they couldn't. And I'm not like an expert in football and I'm not a coach, but you gotta think. And if you watch any of the games from April and uh, March, 
of the spring, it the offense looked exactly the same. Like once a team gets in there and starts to blitz, the line just just get scared or don't know what to do, get confused, and they just lose themselves. And the linebackers penetrate all day, and the quarterback is doing his best to get the ball to anybody, and the receivers don't come back to help, and it's just really bad. It seemed like elementary-type offensive ideas to get the quarterback safe, the running backs uh, looking better because they looked terrible too. They didn't do much of anything. They could barely get out the backfield. So it was definitely the offensive line that was just struggling. And if your line is struggling that much, you got to figure out better plays to do some delay screens or some bubble screens or some jet sweeps, something to help that line once they're being blitzed. It's elementary. I wish I could tell Coach Fry, just do some bubble screens all day long. If they want to blitz, let them come through. Bring them on and let pull your guards and everybody set up. If those guys are over there, then they can't get back to the whatever side you throw the bubble screen to. So to me, it makes sense. I understand why. Hey, if you're going to blitz me, I'm going to bubble screen you all day. Every time you blitz, every time I bubble screen. I'm checking down every time. Again, I'm not an expert, but it just common sense to me. If that's what they're doing to you, you just counter what they're doing to you. And I don't know if the OC is high school. And there's a lot of OCs that just aren't that great, period. But have put in the years, so they're getting the opportunities, which is fine. I'm not a coach. Don't ever want to be a coach. Not my thing. But I, I would, if it's me, I want to be the best, and I'm going to figure out a way. I'm going to go to Coach Prime, like, Coach, we got to figure out a way to bubble screen and do all these other creative ways to save our linebacker, our quarterback from these linebackers, and he's getting smashed up, and I don't even know who the backup quarterback is, if we have one, because everybody transferred out. At the end of the year, which left only one, from what I can recall, one quarterback. I'm sure there's one on a death chart, but no one knows who it is. So if he gets hurt, you're pretty much screwed. So you got to protect this dude. But it's not happening right now. And Alabama A&M is going to come with the thunder in a couple of weeks. They play Delta State this weekend, but the real game still hurt the week after. Like they play Alabama, A and M, and Alabama State. Like the swag is coming, and you get to beat this team that was like the bottom of the barrel. Just because they're FBS doesn't mean it's, they're going to be that great of a school. So we got to tighten up. But offense has got to tighten up, and again. It has to be the offensive coordinator. Like, if he's not doing his job, let him go, D. Like, I know it's the middle of the season, but, jeez, put some heat on the guy. And tell those line, you got to get those linemen. Like, something's got to motivate those guys. Stop letting them. You just got to come up with a better scheme. So, 
that's my soapbox on that. Again, I'm not an analyst or I don't particularly study the art of football and playmaking and running and all that stuff, but I do know a few things just by osmosis because <laughs> I'm constantly around and listening to sports all the time. So there's that. I know what I hear. I know what works. I see what works. And like, where are these play callers like the one for um, he was Louisiana coach uh, play caller when they won the uh, championship for LSU and then he went to Charlotte and now like he's making Sam Darnold look like a, a superstar where's this type of guy for Jackson State like there's got to be some young fresh African-American men with some super play that are just smart and, and doing, you know, some really cool plays. Like, again, he's making Sam Dorno, who was with the Jets, and everyone thought he was a wash. And now he's in Carolina, and Carolina looks good. <laughs> We're, we need that type of, of offensive coordinator. And I don't know if Coach Prime will get that, and he don't see that, but he needs to call that guy and Ask him, hey man, what do you do against that type of blitz? Maybe he has some, some ideas. I would. It's just me. I'm not too proud to beg. I like winning. So the NFL, uh, just to switch over to the NFL, it was a good weekend. Atlanta got at my team. The Falcons got clobbered by uh, Tampa Bay, but. It's to be expected at this point. I'm not sure what they're going to do with Atlanta. They just... Got to rebuild. You let Julio go, which did make sense to me, but they didn't want to pay him money, and that's your prerogative. But who do you have to replace him? Nobody. So now your team is going to suck for a couple of years because you thought... This other guy, maybe it'll be good that you drafted high is going to be great. He's a rookie. <laughs> and there's some rookies that are showing up, but he is not it for us right now. And tight end will never be like that guy unless there's some other key component, uh, components around him. That's just the reality of it. No one worried about a tight end. <clears throat> Even... If you look at Kansas City, like they have Travis, who's one of the best tight ends, but you know he's doing his job. But it's the other people that are everyone's worried about. They they have the fastest cheetah, the cheetah. Everyone's worried about him. So yeah, Travis is going to be wide open because everyone's like, "Where's cheetah? Where's cheetah?" They're probably following him around. So yeah, that guy's going to be wide open. Trust me. Tight end position is cool, but it's not the one that everyone's worried about. The Cowboys got a victory uh, at the very, very, very last second. The field goal that went in. Played a decent game. Chargers, again, Justin Herbert is a star. Like, that dude is amazing. Trust me, I'm, I said it last year. I'm saying it again this year. The kid's got skill. 
Like I know a lot of people were hesitant when he was in the uh, NFL draft, and they were like, I don't know, because he didn't have the leadership skills that they thought he needed. But who cares? Like if you need other field and ball out like that. I don't need you to sit around and yelling at other football players, grown men. Like, they know their jobs. I don't need him to be telling them what to do all day.